Good morning. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner of World Weather Incorporated, and this is your morning market weather update for Tuesday, February the 27th. There were not any major changes overnight, but there were several areas of interest. First of all, in South America, interior parts of southern Brazil continue to be dry biased as we go forward through the next seven days. Although totally dry weather is not likely, and we're still looking at this as being a positive rather than a negative, just simply because of the opportunity for... Uh, early season crops to mature and be harvested while safrina corn and cotton are put into the ground. Now it's going to become extremely important for improved rainfall to occur shortly after this period and indeed that's what the models are suggesting with better rain being advertised for the second week of the outlook. In southern Argentina there's also rain that's being advertised today that wasn't there yesterday. In the last five days of the two-week outlook if that verifies there'll be a much improved moisture profile for Buenos Aires, La Pampa, and some neighboring areas. Not much change occurred in North America either, but we are still looking at some stress for livestock across the U.S. plains through the weekend, and that's because of wildly swinging temperatures, low humidity, and high wind speeds, as well as a little bit of snow and blowing snow. The contrast in temperatures is dramatic. We've already seen 40-degree-plus falls in temperature in the last few hours across portions of the northwestern U.S. plains with temperatures last evening in the 30s and 40s, now we're in below zero across parts of that region. That kind of a temperature fall will occur in many areas across the northern and central U.S. plains, stressing livestock, and we'll likely see that stress uh, continuing as we go on through the weekend because we're going to bring back the heat. Yesterday, we saw temperatures reach 100 degrees at Killeen, Texas, and we also saw 90s across a big part of that state, with 80s reaching up into Kansas, in fact, reaching all the way up to Omaha, Nebraska, it looks like the heat is going to disappear very quickly in the next 24 hours when replaced by much colder temperatures, and that's the reason for the stress for animals. And we're not likely to see a lot of damage done to any of the wheat crop out there, but it certainly isn't going to be the best environment. There is some potential for crop damage in the snow-free areas in the northwestern plains where temperatures will be in the single digits, both positive and negative single digits, and I don't think we'll see any new serious damage up that way, but there is the potential for some. Remember that there was damage done in January across parts of Montana and the western Dakotas when temperatures fell into the negative 20s, even a few negative 30 degree readings with no snow on the ground. So it was brutally cold and there was a, a higher potential for damage back then, but we may see a little bit more now that the crops have lost some of the winter hardiness. We will return to heat this weekend and next week looks like we may have a better chance for some rain in the eastern parts of the U.S. Midwest as well as uh, the uh, western Corn Belt. Eastern U.S. Plains will also have a boost in precipitation, but I'm not convinced the High Plains region will do well with moisture, and those areas will continue to be closely monitored. In fact, today's wind speeds will be in the 30 to 60 mile per hour range. will likely induce some blowing dust. We're also looking at heaving topsoil, which will break down that drier topsoil layer and induce some uh, dust, and the wind will pick it up after that. So a close watch in the region is warranted. West Texas precipitation is still minimal in the first week of the outlook, but some showers will be possible in the second week of the forecast. Right now, I'm not convinced that the High Plains region in West Texas will see a lot of moisture, but there is at least a better opportunity for some precipitation in today's outlooks. In the rest of the world, we're going to be looking at Australia continuing to be dry biased over the next uh, 10 days with warmer than usual temperatures. Might be a little stressful for some of the livestock and also for some of the unirrigated uh, summer crops. India's forecast is not changed 
rise overnight. China continues to be in a wet weather mode for the Yangtze River Basin, and today's forecast models are advertising some much-needed moisture for rice production areas in Guangdong and Fujian. We are going to see Yunnan continue to be dry. Yunnan does produce rice and also an early corn crop, and that province is going to continue quite dry for a while. Not much moisture in northern China, but that's not unusual for this time of the year. In South Africa, today's 6Z GFS model run was suggesting a, a boost in rainfall, but that increase was way overdone. So if you're looking at the models, don't buy into the 6Z model solution for South Africa. It is too wet. In Ukraine and parts of Russia's southern region, the forecast will continue to be advertising a limited precipitation pattern in a warm temperature regime for a while. Uh, this is not expected to be a problem for a while, but we will need to watch that region and make sure they get some timely rainfall a little bit later as we get into the warm season. Melting snow is going to occur in western Russia over the next 10 days. There is light precipitation expected in some of that region, but flood potentials are going to be kept low, at least for now. No changes were noted in northwest or west central parts of Africa. We still have a dry bias in both areas. Concern about drought in parts of Morocco and northwestern Algeria remains, even though the north central parts of Morocco is doing relatively well. And it still is a little too dry and warm across some of the coffee and cocoa areas in the west central parts of Africa. However, there are scattered showers still advertised over the next 10 days for some of that region, and the moisture will be beneficial, but they're still going to be looking for a general soaking rain. The Middle East precipitation pattern will continue to be favorable for winter wheat development and for future cotton planting. This is meteorologist Drew Lerner.